Hey friends, I go by Chavid Dang. Yo fam, I'm Dine Peace. You're listening to Sit Down, Be Hungry. If it ain't shabu, we ain't hot potting. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 31. Dine Peace is currently on a Szechuan bender. We got the juicy bits, including Monopoly's new pizza edition. We got an egg-themed sauce on you with food blogger Becca of Cooking Therapy and more. Episode 31. Tell, Tell me, me what's, what's your, your flavor. flavor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, hold up, bitch. Sit down. Be hungry. Be hungry. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> or happy holidays. Or happy holidays, yeah, I guess. We don't want to be like 45 and think it just has to be about Christmas. Whatever. Really political, really fast. <laughs> Never mind. Let's not do that. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry. This is Chavid. This is Dine Peace. Well, glad you're here. This is episode 31. Like Baskin Robbins flavors. <laughs> Fun fact, Jane used to work at Baskin Robbins. Really? Yes. The, like the lure and the mystique of her like <laughs> just keeps growing every time. <laughs> she hated working there. <laughs> but I'm like, a- bitch, make me a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have a favorite flavor? I don't know. We I have- mean, at the end of that, you probably don't have any favorite flavors. <laughs> you have to ask her. But this is during her uh, goth pixie oh, hair phase. Okay. Our sticker photo. <laughs> okay. I don't know if we've ever brought how much we've brought her up on the show. So for, so for the listeners, who who is Jane? My stupid ass sister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think she listens, does she? No. Okay. So. She's stupid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have any shout outs this week? I want to shout out Mama Reyes. She uh, recently told Flan that she noticed that I don't curse as much. So thank you for acknowledging that. It wasn't planned, but <laughs> maybe I'm being a gooder, a gooder, gooder? person, gooder a gooder person. person, a better person. Yeah. I don't so know. Sh- Shout out to Toro Imam. Toro Imam. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any shout outs? Um, yeah. I'm going to thank Fernet. It's always been there for me. I usually drink it maybe like, I end up drinking it like once like a week. all the time? Every time I'm full, it's always there for me. If for I'm sure. near somewhere that has it. I had a good amount of Fernet last week. And also, um, by the time this comes out, two Mondays ago, got to go to like a Fernet industry party. Okay. It was and- a private party. I think so. It was some RSVP uh, donate a toy thing. So shout out to our friend Vince over at Cask for the invite. Make sure you've gone to Cask too if you haven't, if you live Cask in the Bay Area. Cask is an awesome store. Yeah. I mean, if you need really cool liquor or any kind of spirit, you got to go to Cask. And say hi to Vince because he's a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. And ask him if he needs help. <laughs> <laughs> Many A's in the Alps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, no, that party was great. They, they had catered bites that were really good. Um, for a spirit that I enjoy drinking so much, they had curated hosted cocktails there. Nice. Some that I've never had Fernet in that way before. And I'll, I'll maybe be able to post the list later of what they were, but they were all amazing. How different is it um, compared to the Barback Games event? Oh, this was like way more chill, way less Wait. attendance. Um, it was kind of like a networking type feel. Gotcha. Like people were just chatting because it was a Monday, which is like the industry day. Oh, um, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the same day as that thing. Yeah. Yeah. The IDK holiday party. Yeah. Where yeah. Where which, I died. Yeah. That was fun, too. That was a fun time. Yeah. So since the last time we spoke to you guys, uh, what have you been up to? I'm really obsessed with Szechuan food right now. Me too. Um, yes. You, you accompanied me on Friday. Yeah. So I'm on day <laughs> five of eating Szechuan food now. Wait, you, oh, you four. Had, oh, say so you had some today four. too? No, no, four. Did you have some today? Yeah, I had it for lunch. Oh. Left- I have leftovers because Hudgen and I Oh, ordered, you got five things or something, right? We ordered six plates for two people. Ooh. And so I actually still have leftovers. I'm going to probably eat that tomorrow. That'll be my final box of to-go. You're boxes. nearing the end of your Szechuan bender. And I'm not over it. Like, <laughs> I, I could go for it. Like, if someone suggested let's eat Szechuan tonight, I'm down. I'm fucking down. Okay. <laughs> 
I, nice I, crossword you threw in there. I love cumin lamb so much. Yeah. I feel like you always have to usually get a mapo tofu, but the last couple times I've gotten it, we haven't got it. Mm-mm. So I'm like, this might have to be a future one's got to go. And like, that's kind of simmering in no, this right now. I'm not going to participate in that episode. Post, post bender. <laughs> Maybe we'll see how you feel. So I ate at Spices in Oakland with Chavid, yeah. which just moved across the street, right? Yeah. Because was... someone on my story was like, hey, they reopened. I was like, yeah. No. So the, the first time, <laughs> the first time I tried to go, I just got back from a trip. I was like tired and pissed. And I was like, what? They're closed. I got, I was heated. And I was like, oh, wait, I turned around like, oh, they're just across the street. Yeah. So Spices, what street is that? I don't, I have no idea. 12th or 14th in downtown Oakland. Uh, Cash only. Yeah. Be sure to stop by the bank. Order your Aquarius sign beverage. Which I uh, wanted to get the Virgo, but they're like, we're out of strawberry today. Each one just had a different combination of like three fruit juices. And then, so she's like, get this one. I'm like, but that's not my sign. (laughs) (laughs) But I drank it anyway and it was delicious. Yeah, it was delicious. Are there any other highlights from your Szechuan bender? Over in SF, there's Szechuan house, sometimes home. (laughs) Um, It's not a house, it's a home. It's really confusing because on Yelp, it's Szechuan house. The sign says Szechuan home. And then the worker, like the servers, their sh- T-shirts say Szechuan table. <laughs> so it's really confusing. <laughs> so then uh, I looked up Szechuan. I can't, I'm very confused of which one's which now, but I looked up the other name and I was like, oh, it's like in Hayward. I'm not going to Hayward because it was a... I'm not even going to Hayward and I live closer to Hayward. The first time I went there was after we went to go see Renee Renzeppi and uh, David Zilber talk at the Jewish Community Center and a bunch of industry folks like said, let's go eat there. And then so we were all confused because one person said this name, tried to look it up. And I was like, hell no, I'm going to Hayward. But it turns out it was Szechuan House on Geary, I want to say. Since I got to eat at both of them back to back, I can proudly say that I like Szechuan house slash home slash table more. It's like Szechuan underscore or, or dot like underline yeah, underline and I'm you insert, sure insert your own uh, place of choice. I, I am a fan of that one. So I'm basing it purely off of the cumin dish. I'm um, cumin lamb. Dish. That's like your control. That's my control. And so at Szechuan house, I like theirs better than at spices. But spices like response time is insane. Like you're barely there for five minutes uh, after ordering in your food. Szechuan house, same thing. It's that fast too? Yeah, man. Chinese man. food is really fast. There should be like a like a timing race or something between all of them. Like that's <laughs> the competition. I'm sure there's a competition somewhere. Oh, yeah. And like they measure temperature, like how done is it? That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm into it. I like that spice. Yeah. But it's not even spicy. Like, no. and, and I don't eat, I like spicy food, but not like nowhere to your, near your level or anything like that. <laughs> it's like, the numbing. I, lo- I think it's the numbing that it's, really brings it there. Yeah, I love that tingle of the oil on my lips. You just, you just want to keep going so back. Good. You got to keep going back. We didn't even do rice when we went last time. And it was nice. Yeah, we did do I'm rice. Glad we, I'm glad we didn't do rice. Yeah, we did not need rice. Yeah, it was... Totally agree with you. And it's really affordable. I think between Hedger and I, the six dishes we got, I think we spent $65 total. With, and I with have, plenty of leftover. Oh, yeah. I have like two days worth of leftover. I eat it for lunch and dinner. Dude, Szechuan leftovers are the best. The best. Like, that, remember earlier. The flavor went, just like deepens. And yeah, it just gets more intense. Remember, we went earlier this year for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I ended up somehow, ended, I didn't even want them, but I ended up with all the leftovers. Mm-hmm. I was just starting to make sandwiches out of them at the end. Hell yeah. That's like, delicious. I was just buying good bread and I was just like <laughs> spooning that red goodness into like a roll. And as a sandwich, it was insane. That's got to be the new wave that if no one's on that yet. Szechuan stuff in bread. Szechuan food is like pretty new to me. Like I never really ate it until really hanging out with you. Growing up, like my family, we just don't really eat spicy food. And we only went to a handful of Chinese places in the South Bay. And and so Szechuan food is new for me. Oh, no. Likewise, I didn't have it until a few years back also. Because even though I'm Chinese, this is a completely different style of Chinese food that I had. 
in my hometown didn't really exist either. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard there's been a few places that have popped up in the meantime that I want to scope out, but I've never even had it in my hometown. Interesting. So, wow. Yeah. A lot of times. Szechuan is the way for me right now. Yeah. We spend a lot of time on this. I can't, like, I I still want it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm down to eat it every day for the rest of this week. Oh, nice. I'm helping cleanse out this little subtle sicknesses we got, too. (laughs) My mouth appreciates it, but the rest of my body does not. Mm. Nice. So, let's see. Anything after that, after the bender's done? Uh, Christmas is coming up. I'm going home this weekend. Hey, Mama Fam. Hey, Daniel, I enjoyed your duck comments. <laughs> oh, my God. My brother is my brother is a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been really hectic because, like, I don't like going home for the holidays because it's such a short amount of time. I have the travel curse. I always get delayed and I spend way more time trying to get home to L.A. than I should. And, like, the few days I'm there, it's already, like, planned out. Like, I'm cooking a lot every day. Yeah. And I'm like, I if I was here, I would just go eat Hot Pot. <laughs> yeah. So what are you guys eating for Christmas? So it's been kind of a fight between me, my mom, and my brother. I was going to Too make many cooks in the kitchen. Too many cooks <laughs> in the kitchen, for sure. I was planning on making the filet mignon bacha. The same one from your same one from anniversary dinner. dinner. Oh, that was and so, so I good. I told my brother, that's what I'm going to make. And he's like, no, 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 don't make that. I want to make beef bowignon. And I was like, fine, whatever. I'll make something else. And then my mom called me at work. Like, That's because it's like, important. Because it's important. She called me at work and uh, she's like, hey, I just want to run dinner by you. What are you making? I was like, well, Daniel told me not to make the bacha anymore because he wants to make beef bowignon. And my mom was like, he didn't clear that with me. That I, don't was wanna, I don't want to eat stew. <laughs> like you continue making what you're making and I'll talk to Daniel. Yeah. No, my favorite part about the story when you told me earlier was Daniel's response. And then so Daniel messaged me <laughs> like two days ago and he's like, hey, I've come across some duck breasts. <laughs> like I'll fly. And I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> On flex, but okay. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. He's like, I, I come across a lot of duck breasts. <laughs> and then so should I do, um, should I like make a coffee rub and like a cherry sauce? I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. He's like, yeah, we'll slice that bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's verbatim too. When you showed me the screenshot, I was dying. <laughs> like, no, it was like he was messaging me and you were right next yeah, to me. Yeah, and I was dying when I read it. I was it. like, like I'm not even saying anything. He's like, let's slice this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, There's just going to be a lot of people. My sister's already like, when can you make bensail? And then I'm, my mom wants to make the, the Korean soy crab again. So oh, that's so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm stressed out going home. It's not going to be time off. Yeah. I'm going to be cooking. Well, I hope you make it back okay. And yeah. uh, maybe we'll just get more Szechuan food when you get back. Hell yeah. Because you'll need it. I want Szechuan food right now. Yeah. <laughs> we've got some, still some good stuff we're going to have after this, but yeah. What are you going to talk about? Um, so you guys know that we meet up with Bobby quite a bit and we make random stuff. Like kind of whatever he's in the mood for. He's almost like a recurring character on the show now too. <laughs> I think he'll he'll never want to be on the show to talk. It's he's, fine. Yeah. Just um, make foods. Yeah. Foods. 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 So he came over a couple weeks ago. Uh, Flan was there too. Um, he just decided to make bao. Like the dough from scratch and all that. And like did you guys have the stuff already at your house or you had to go to the market? We went to, you know where we went. Berkeley Bowl. Berkeley Bowl. Best place. <laughs> that should be the new sponsor us. Sponsor us. <laughs> I love Berkeley Bowl. Yeah, me too. <laughs> So, um, I mean, it was one of those things when he started bringing up, like, making it. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm Chinese, but it's something I don't really know how to make. And same, Bobby's half Chinese. And we're like, huh, it's something, like, you you take for granted because you're so used to having it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really like about kind of Bobby's food philosophy. He just likes to pick a random thing and learn about it. So we went and got some ingredients. We got the bread flour. We got the yeast, uh, which I actually forgot the yeast. So we had to go to Trader Joe's and get the yeast. <laughs> oh, no. And he, of course, he was like on his little piss rant, which is hilarious. 
Um, and then because we're making our own dough, we're like, let's just put some shit in it we normally don't get to put in there. So we did uh, one of them. We did a Reuben. So we got some and like a like a fusiony one. So I got some pate. We got some Sierra Nevada pale ale mustard. Got this like beet slaw and uh, some pastrami. Those were good because we also went to KP. We just bought some pre-marinated spicy Korean pork. So did that. And then just saute that up and threw that in the bowels as well. And then for a wild card, I got some octopus. Okay. You know, just stuff you normally wouldn't get in a bow if you were to go to even like the curated like gentrified hipster bows places. They don't even do stuff like that sometimes. Wait, do you have a steamer? Uh, he bought like the little bamboo oh, tray okay, thing. Okay. And then we bought a lot of we bought more banana leaf than we needed. So I have a lot of unused frozen banana leaf in my freezer right now that I, can I got. Use it. I'll, I'll give you some. It's funny, like we had to buy a big, like a big roll and he like just cut a little bit off to steam it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have a it's lot. It's also very cheap. <laughs> yeah, it was a huge roll of it was like three bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of it. So I'll give you some. And I got to figure out what I want to do with any of the parts I want to keep. So bow night was cool. Um, I think what's next in Bobby's, Bobby and I's, he's kind of like in a dough phase. Uh-huh. So I think we're going to tackle injera bread next. I don't know what that is. It's uh, that spongy, sour, fermented, like thin bread that you eat with like Ethiopian food. Oh, okay. I've never had Ethiopian food. Oh, we got to go. We've talked about this. Yeah. Okay. But it's something I really enjoy a lot too. But that takes more time to ferment and stuff. He originally wanted to do that, but he didn't have time to prep the dough in time. So if you guys have made any of the two or any other dough-based thing that you're really excited about, you should just let us know because uh, we want to keep this dough thing going. <laughs> went back home this weekend, went to Sacramento for a little bit for a bunch of stuff. You know, things are opening up so fast there. I'm barely able to keep up anymore. I used to be able to keep up, but I can't even keep up anymore. And it was rare that this time I got to go to two new places that I was just yelping and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, one of them was, uh, I love that Flan hated the name. That's what makes it even better. Went to this uh, Thai boat noodle spot in South Sac. It was called Tycoon. <laughs> I feel like there's a tycoon here in the city. M- there might be. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the boat noodles were really good. Uh, the broth was really rich. Uh, had that little. It, I didn't need to add too much sugar to it. You add sugar to boat noodle? Yeah, sometimes. Oh. To sweeten it up a little bit. Um, okay. They had really good curries. Their crab fried rice was really reasonable. It was super raining when we went, so it felt perfect. I do like the Zenyai little bowls though. So I kind of was like, I wish they had the little. It's hard to like have a full size one outside of Zenyai for me. <laughs> no, these were, I think this is one of the first times I've had it since Zen, that Zenyai day. Okay. And this was very good. So I know there's a laundry list if you ever sat Cation again. Yeah. But I would move Tycoon up there. <laughs> and then just today, the day we're recording this, I went to a new uh, Middle Eastern spot today too. It was called Awafi. And this was kind of like North Sac, like North Highlands, Carmichael, a little bit area. And uh, I had just got out of a meeting. And, you know, I just found the nearest thing that looked good. And, man, I was impressed. Yeah, so Chava brought the leftovers and um, kept it open right in front of me. Yeah. And I had to close it and move it away. Because the smell? It smells so good. Yeah, so there's some leftover lamb tikka in there. Um, Yeah, their garlic sauce is insanely good. Pretty good. Yeah, and again, I was surprised about the chicken wing. You got, we'll we'll try it. Hopefully the the texture is still there a little bit. I know it'll be a little soggy. But um, I was eating there with Sush from Good Company Radio. He had it before I did. He's like, yo. The texture is like a Carl's Jr. chicken nugget. Like you'll see when you bite into it, the like the way the the breading crumbles, it's unlike any other wing. It it feels like fast. A food. Carl's Jr. nugget. I don't know if I've had one. Yeah, it's hard to explain. Hopefully, when you take a bite, you'll okay. see what I mean. But when he said, I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Like it's such a weird breading for a, a chicken wing. It still like looks like you know your normal golden brown color. Yeah, yeah. But the way it crumbles is so different. It's like bread crummy, but like not bread crumbs. And it's not quite Dino Nugget either, but like something in between that. Okay, okay. It was a good wing. I'm, um, I'm excited then, to try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the olive oil they put in the hummus was really good. So we'll get into those leftovers after this. But uh, so Awafi also in SAC, very highly recommended. So it was kind of nice because I don't get to go to 
new places that frequently when I go home. Like sometimes I'll fit in one or two here and there, mm-hmm. but to go to two, two days yeah, in a row. Most of the time, like you usually go to places, you know, cause you're just there for a short, sometimes like, or a day even. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, it's pretty rare that you go whole weekend. Yeah. I used to go home for whole weekends a lot, but these days it's been a little less frequent. So it's kind of nice to get a little bit of that again. After that, oh, and then last week, I just went for a company lunch to Local Kitchen here in Selma, which is known for pizzas, and I was surprised to see some Singaporean dishes on the menu. Oh, yeah, Nora's And I was there. like, wait a minute, I've known... The-. But then after that, I looked, and I was like, I didn't see any post announcing this partnership or anything, so Nora Heron... Dripline. Yeah, Dripline of Oakland that was now unfortunately closed, which I'm very sad because I enjoyed eating there. But she, I think she's one of the champions of bringing Singaporean food to the Bay Area. And she used to work out. She used to have her food in a cafe here in Oakland called Dripline, which closed over the summer. I was very sad about. And so when I read this menu, I was like, "Oh, there's a lot of summer dishes on there." So I mean, hopefully one of the listeners can confirm. But I feel like there's maybe just some partnership where they're like, "You don't have your dishes anywhere right now. We'd be happy to make them." Mm-hmm. Um, again, I tried to find like a write up on it somewhere. I couldn't find so, one. Mm, interesting. But literally just remembering those dishes, like the laksa was on there, the Hainanese chicken was on there, the. I'm forgetting the name of the salad, but it's like a purple potato chip salad with peanuts in it. Mm. Super good. It's just funny that it's also alongside of artisanal pizza. Yeah, that's good. But funny. I sold it to all my coworkers and they all got Singaporean food instead of pizza. Oh, funny. And it was very good. So, I mean, I guess maybe I'm trying to bring out this knowledge if it's not commonly known, but if you're missing Singaporean food from Nora Heron, you got to go to local and Soma to get it. I recently got a tip that there's something open, not related to Nora, but there is going to be a Singaporean restaurant opening um, in the mission just because uh, Melanie from True Laurel asked if I knew any badass women chefs that are mm. looking for a job. And I was like, kind of anyone that's badass, I already know it's kind of working already. Mm. It's, she had the same um, response as me. But I think, yeah, there is going to be a Singaporean restaurant opening up soon in the city. Very cool. Well, looking, I mean, looking for female chefs. Okay. So if you're that it out there. and you're hearing this, let, let slide us know. through some DMs. Yeah. And maybe you can get a gig out of it. But yeah, it's the year's coming to a close. I think this is our last show that comes out before the year's done. Yeah, I think so. So hopefully here's to eating a lot of really good stuff next year. And here's also to a lot of fun places that will be opening up. It is now time for the Juicy Bits. This is where we talk about food news that you and your stomach need to know about. What have we got this week? This is from Delish.com. There's a new bay on the shelves and Old Bay is not having it. There's also a lawsuit involved. Like the seasoning. But like this is spelled like B A E. Yeah, you can obviously tell we picked this one solely for the. David picked this because he's all about. Don't the pull puns. back the curtain too far. <laughs> obviously, we picked it because it's got a cool headline. So for over seventy years, McCormick and Company were um, the only holders of the Old Bay seasoning. There was always one brand. Like I, I mean, thought, there's only one. Like I've never seen a, a, another Old Bay. For like seasoning. the longest time, I thought it was just like a, a certain combination. Like any brand could have made an Old Bay. Like a certain comp. Like a sum of certain ingredients make Old Bay. But I didn't actually know that. It was like solely owned by McCormick. 18 herbs and spice blends. What, what is the Kentucky Fried one? 11. 11. Okay. 11. So there's a company out there called Primal Palette, a new paleo brand. And uh, there was a lawsuit for copyright infringement. Yeah. Also, this article says something I don't think you and I knew today. Bay, like, you know, the millennial spelling of it stands for before anyone else. Yeah. I had no idea that's I, what it meant. I thought it was just like a play on... Like word baby. baby. I, yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So again, I don't know if that's real. You could let us know if you know for sure or not. But And this is another reason why we know Chavid picked no, this we, article. We, no, we don't know why. Things got salty. <laughs> See? <No. laughs> See? Would you try it? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I actually don't know what paleo means. So I don't know what the difference is. I don't know anything I, about diets. I mean, I don't know if I'm like, you know, fully describing the like exact detail, but it's like 
it's supposed to be things that were eaten kind of before humans were farmers and cultivated things. So like no grains, no processed foods, stuff that you would have to like go out and get is kind of what makes up a paleo diet. Gotcha. I would just be too lackadaisical to actually focus on that, but I wouldn't know what was in original Old Bay anyways that would have had those types of things, I guess. Um, it says Old Bay is more hush-hush about its ingredients, uh, celery salt, and then spices, mm-hmm. and then paprika. That's all it <laughs> says. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know if there's a photo in this article of what's inside the new Bay seasoning, but, I mean, it's obviously going to be like they're probably going to try to be more transparent about it. They're going to list out more stuff since that's kind of the cul- culinary trend we have these days. But actually, the, the label is kind of really underwhelming. The Old Bay... Again, being that I'm a designer, the Old Bay label looks awesome. And this Primal one, it just looks like Archer Farms at Target. Like they just slap Yeah, it. I would totally glance over this. I wouldn't even, it wouldn't even stop Yeah, me. I think they're relying too much on this name to sell it. But who knows if it's really good or not. Does it say, oh, it, it launched in October 2017. We'll see where this lawsuit goes because um, it's fun to see this little beef going on. I probably wouldn't need to buy the seasoning for a while because I have like a restaurant supply of oh, yeah. Old Bay seasoning in That's my That's very common in your pop-ups if yes. those of you who haven't been. So this next one is from Food & Wine. Monopoly delivers pizza-themed version of its classic <laughs> board game. Wait, 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 what was that? It's uh, my Zushirushi. What's the Zushirushi? <laughs> it's the best rice cooker out oh, there. Oh, okay, okay. I think it's the best rice cooker. Okay. Wait, you left me on a cliffhanger. What was the new article? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Monopoly delivers pizza-themed version of a classic board game. The box is really cool. Uh, it looks like a pizza box. It's a pizza box. <laughs> if they really were with it, they would have put like the grease stains on it too. And that's the designer and you talking. No, it's also, I think it's also, yeah, actually it probably is. <laughs> I don't think any of us, any person has actually ever finished a, a game. I have never finished a game on Monopoly before. Cause like I, I would say probably the last time I played this was as a kid and my dad and I would used to play a lot of board games together mm-hmm. and couldn't finish. Cause my dad's like, uh, you got to go to sleep. We have school tomorrow. Yeah. Did you always play the normal version or did you ever play any like the theme versions? Cause I Mm-mm. feel like there's been tons and tons and tons one. of like, these theme versions. Like in the article, it states like they've had Fortnite ones, Nightmare Before Christmas. They've done Rick and Morty ones. I feel like a pizza one would have been an obvious choice, but it's cool that it's finally coming out now. The article shows some of like the the Hasbro photos they put out of how the board looks. Mm -hmm. The the actual board does look like the inside of a box. There's like cheese stains on it everywhere. Because you know the stuff that falls off the slice when you pull it out, that's always what you get later and you put it back on your slice. Yeah, totally. They have the the boards like lined with all that. I love that the game pieces too, um, like in normal fashion, they're like the silver molded little pieces. There's like a grater, there's a slicer, there's like a Parmesan cheese shaker, there's the Monopoly guy, but he's dressed as a pizza chef. Yeah, so instead of buying properties or collecting rent, players will aim to collect a color set which corresponds to the type of pizza. So like a veggie lover's barbecue chicken, <laughs> and or even a mac and cheese. Hey, that's very trendy and very common. <laughs> I'm a big fan of carbs on carbs on pizza. Like <laughs> You are. Anyone that knows me knows like I love potatoes on pizza and things like that too. As for the game pieces though, I kind of wanted them to have the little like plastic folding table they put in the middle. That would have been my, you know. You oh, know yes, yes, yeah, yes. The, to, to, to hold the would middle. what it be for? It would just be one of the game pieces. Oh, okay. But it just feels like it's incomplete because it doesn't have that. So it's $19.99, available at most retailers, or you can even pre-order at Walmart. And that costs less than some real pizzas. So that sounds like a good deal. Yes. Okay, if anyone wants to get the same thing for Christmas, that might be one. All right, this last one is from LA Eater. 
Postmates begins inevitable robot takeover with roving LA delivery bots. They look cute, but do not be fooled. I mean, I'm looking at the photo. It is very cute. They they definitely put googly eyes on it. <laughs> it's like Wally, a minion Wally. Yeah, because it's yellow <laughs> and it's about the same stature. Um, but I love the first line of this article. It says, "Sometimes it's the cutest things that end up being the deadliest." Because it's a robot. And they're going to take over? I don't know. It looks like this whole article is written in the perspective of, you know, robots are going to take us over one day. This is, I think it's like a cute little marketing move. I know that the article states they're going to try to roll it out to be more of like a normal thing. You know, everyone's going to IG story this. They're going to show them rolling down the street. The first thing that came to my mind was like, I'm going to see all these cute little minion bots like upside down or in the trees, just like all the lime well, and, and scooters. Bird, and oh, yeah. Scooters. And that's going to make me sad because there's eyes on there and there's like a face kind of. Well, and there's something really tasty to eat in there probably. I mean, depending what's postmated or, in there. like people on the streets are going to like try to break into it because they're like, oh shit, there's food in there. Oh, that's true too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It does say though, it will still be driven by an actual person. So does it mean like, this reminds me of like in the military like where like, like the drones and the pilots <laughs> sitting somewhere far away. Yeah. So like maybe if you're not good enough to be a drone pilot, you could be a, a Postmates robot driver. <laughs> I don't know. But um, it says it's going to be called serve, which maybe the word sir is in there. So I don't know if that's implied like it's meant to a servant, I guess, maybe like your own little servant. But I wonder how they're going to roll this out on like an app. Like do you specify do you want it delivered by this bot in particularly or like... Uh, I think it's going to be like proximity. Mm, probably. If you're one, you can, yeah. you can do one. I don't, or maybe it's, you don't get a choice. I don't mm. know. Service set to be deployed in Los Angeles first. And it's going to be rolling out in the next, like throughout different phases in the next 12 months. Mm -hmm. Back to the taking over uh, humanity thing. Then it says, that means there's just one year left before the end of the world. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> At least we'll be more full along the way. All right, you guys. It's that time. What time it is? The most controversial bit on this podcast is call saucing on you. We name three food items. You've got to pick one and never have again. We're joined by a very special guest this week, Becca of At Cooking Therapy on IG. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks Thank for you for coming. coming. Thanks for being my new friend. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I'm so excited to meet you. I love everything you do with your pop-up. Thank yeah. you. I can't wait to ask you about natural lighting and your tabletop food photography <laughs> after this. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I, I'll shoot everything I eat, too. But that bright lighting, I'm like, do you have a rig? Or, like, are you using an SLR camera? <laughs> what filters are you using on your phone if it's just your phone? But I really enjoy your food photography. Oh, thank you so much. We'll have you plug again, but just to get both ends of it, uh, make sure you follow at Cooking Therapy. There's two underscores in the middle, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, for uh, some really cool home recipes, and uh, maybe we'll give you some ideas if you're not sure what to do when you get in the kitchen. So what are we dropping today? I was just going to ask, are you guys ready? Yes. Okay. We're ready. Being that uh, you're kind of your big online presence is home cooking, and I feel like a lot of people, when they first start cooking at home, um, mm -hmm. one of the first things you cook is eggs. It's something so simple, but so hard. Yeah. Yes. So today, it's, it's a gonna, whole egg episode. It's going to be all eggs, but it'll be three different processes. So Interesting. fried, mm -hmm. scrambled, or poached. And uh, we'll start with dine piece. I like fried anything. Yeah. Fried, what, what is it? Fried, poached. And scrambled. And scrambled. Fried is staying for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like you already know. Well, I'm only helping reassure yours. Who knows when we get to me? <laughs> I really love a soft scramble if it's ever done right. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty rare that you get a, a good soft scramble, but it's kind of like that 10% we always talk chasing, about. Chasing the dragon. Chasing the yeah. dragon. We chase a lot of dragons chasing on this show. that perfect soft scramble yeah. always. With the chives for color. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get rid of a poached egg. I never what? really care no, for it. That's I don't, one of my favorites. Oh. I don't care for a poached egg. <laughs> okay, this might be a quick and dirty then. All right. I do like poached eggs. 
but it's not my favorite. And but I it's know it's so magical when you like cut into it and then it I spills get, out. I don't care over for runny yolk. Oh, really? What? So you don't like soft boiled either? I do. <laughs> I do. Like in your ramen? I love it. I do enjoy it. I love it. So, so Becca, can we assume for you poached it's staying? I feel like I'm getting judged right now. <laughs> It's not the it's not the first time that's happened to either of us on this show though. Well, okay, are we putting poach and soft boiled egg in the same? It's not the same. It's not the same. It's really it's not the same. But okay. it has like the runny. We're talking different, of it. similar process, but different dunnesses, okay, yeah. right? An actual yeah, yeah. poached egg, like on top of eggs Benedict. I do not care for. Mm. I am firm on my answer now. Now that <laughs> we're sure that a soft boiled egg is not the same. It's as It's not the same. Okay. All right. I'm good. <laughs> Bye, poached egg. Bye, Becca. So honestly, I don't eat that much fried egg. <laughs> it's going to come out the gate like that. Yeah, I really don't. Um, I just love the poached egg because I love like just like the magical moment of cutting into it. And then like the egg you're kind of spilling out onto whatever you have under it. Um, and I eat scrambled eggs all the time and I love it. I actually I watch like multiple videos on how to like create like the perfect scramble egg and I read like a lot of like do articles you, and experimented with different methods. Do you have stuff. a favorite scrambled egg video? Um it's probably gotta be one with Gordon Ramsay. He's probably my favorite mm. chef. <laughs> 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 yeah, he, yeah, no, that's exactly what Blonde's, I do. Blonde's that's doing exactly a reenactment. What I do. Really with two pants? You, no, no, it's no, taking just, it on the no, heat you, and off you, the heat. Like, it's oh. like 10 seconds on and then 10 seconds off. Okay. Yeah, and you start Is there cold. a video of you doing this on your ID? <laughs> no. Is that going to be your next video? There could be one Possibly. next, yeah. <laughs> Actually, when I cook breakfast for my boyfriend, I do it kind of like when he's like not awake yet because it's kind of like embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I haven't seen this video of Gordon. I'm going to have to do yeah. it. Yeah, no, yeah. Flan's, watch this yeah, yeah. Or do I need to not watch it because Flan's doing it? Flan's doing it. It's exactly, right it's exactly what it is. It, is yeah. it really is. And it's weird to see Gordon Ramsay like in natural light and not swearing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, you're, this doesn't feel like him. <laughs> I know. Like I need you to have studio light and swearing. Yeah. It's not normal Gordon. Yeah. So I think maybe that shock value also makes it a great <laughs> video. Even the Alvin Kailan videos, you know, that's kind of what built the earlier part of his career with Egg Slut. Wow. I think he was one of the ones I think that I, I think made the soft scramble, you know, kind of cooler. Mm. Is that going to be your final stance that fried's yeah. going? Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess let me start with my one that is staying. Uh, I'm actually going to keep fried. Uh, I think today when I cook at home, it's my most common go-to just because, um, one, I love a good boomerang of a yolk pop. Yes. And uh, it's easiest to do. Uh, I like mine with a really high heat because I like the topping is not done as possible. And I really like that mm. getting that color on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it takes less, the least amount of technique and I still, I'm a big like runny yolk is a must have. Um, so maybe I'm hinting at also poached is staying for me too. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's some sentimentalness because my mom would always make those for me too when I was younger, but also to double side the coin of the sentimental factor. Scrambled is the first kind of eggs I knew how to make as a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I thought I was so cool because back <laughs> then when you would put ketchup on your eggs. I was like, no, let me just expedite this process. So I'd put the ketchup while I was whisking them. Uh-huh. And I thought I was so cool because my scrambled eggs were orange. And I was like, your scrambled eggs aren't orange, but mine are. <laughs> oh my God, I've what's, never thought about doing that. What's your secret? I put it in before when you whisk it. <laughs> Interesting. Which, But that that trick got very old and I haven't really scrambled eggs since I was a kid. So I don't make them nearly as much uh, in in my now life. Where am I going with this? Where are you going with this? <laughs> Seems like you like <laughs> yeah. all three of them. Yeah, I really got deep with it for a second, but I'm not <laughs> sure if I can continue being there. 
even though on this segment often we talk about what's sentimental to you and what's not, mm. and um, it's funny because poached and scrambled are both sentimental to me, mm. but one still continues to be interesting to me now. So fried's for sure staying. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Dime Piece, you talked about a soft scramble. When there, what's n- when it's not a soft scramble, it's not that appealing at all. It's just a regular scrambled egg, which yeah. is still fine. Yeah. I'm not as big of a fan. It. The only time I end up commonly eating it now is like if it's in a fried rice or something. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. like I I really just order soft scramble at places that I know that are can do it or can something. Do it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Plow does a good job doing that. Mm. I've actually never been to Plow. I used to live in the neighborhood, so it was like not. It was easy for me to go, but they do they do a proper soft scramble. Interesting. Because I think even we've gotten like brunch and stuff at times before too, and you've asked for it, and we've been in places where they couldn't really do it. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm still gonna eat eggs. We're still chasing dragons out here. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> chasing dragons. Yeah. So Becca, in like in your videos or your posts, do you have any other egg preparation methods you think are underrated or or could have even been other candidates in this in this list? really like for me like my favorite is poached like I spent so much so much time learning how to poach an egg how, how do you poach your eggs um so I wait so I basically heat up the water until it's on like a very low simmer and then I make kind of like a whirlpool and then I put like a drop of like vinegar like a white yeah, vinegar I've tried that and then like I'll put it into like a ramekin and then just kind of like lay it in there and then oh you you cook you put the ramekin in the water with the egg in it no, no, no. Like I, you kind of like dip I, it in. Yeah, I kind of like slowly like pour it into the whirlpool of water. Gotcha. Okay. And then I kind of just eyeball it right now. And it still holds its shape and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Because when I do it, sometimes I'll do that method. I've seen again on an online video where yeah. like you put it in the plastic and then like you tie it up and then like you you. Oh, interesting. And then you drop I've it in the water that, that way. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. As long as you like oil the the plastic wrap, it won't stick to it. Interesting. And then I kind of just when it's done, I just cut open the plastic and then just let it fall on whatever I'm making. I've seen videos of the but I've actually never done that. I've never done it like that. I've never even seen it done like that. I guess we have some video sharing to do after <laughs> yeah, after yeah, this yeah, segment. Yeah, sure. Hey, out there, send us your favorite uh, uh, egg, egg, egg vids. Egg videos. Send yes. egg vids. Send egg videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here, Becca. Um, I yeah, guess we, we plugged in the beginning, but yeah, let the people know where they can find your stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. So my Instagram handle is cooking therapy with two underscores between those two words. And my blog is cooking therapy.com. Hey, thank you. And then we're going to have to plan a, a eating adventure because that was no, the original yes, thing yes. that we talked about. And I was Let's like, hey, by the way, do you want to come on our show? I know it was so random, but it's perfect. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to figure out where we should go eat next. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. 31. Yes. Thank you for all the flavors. (laughs) We appreciate all the love and support that we receive. Uh, Follow us on IG. If you don't already, it's Sit Down, Be Hungry. So is most of our stuff. Yeah, most of our stuff is Sit Down, Be Hungry. We have a website. Hit like and subscribe. We also on Spotify now. Yay. Yeah. So what's, uh, what's coming up for you? Besides the going home for Christmas thing. Uh, I mean, New Year's, Big Bad Wolf. We're going to have a big party. Yes. Soma. Tickets are on sale still. And going fast. Going fast. Yeah, Make it's sure going to be super fun. Um, we're not confirmed on all the sponsors yet, but yeah, uh, music. Cheat Day is going to be DJing. We have some food apps, past apps, I believe. And then we're going to have a, uh, a very cool high station. Mm, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> But we talk about Hedge and how awesome she is with her food on this show. Yeah. So if you know what we mean, the bites will be quite yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, definitely, like, you know, no lines, you know, no need to dress up, be you, no hype. Um, it's going to be a really fun party of homies and all like-minded people. 
Yes. So if you would also like that same experience in my hometown of Sacramento, uh, Hella Good Company is also doing an event at High Water. Tickets for that are on sale now too. Uh, bitly.com slash thank you next year. I really love that song. Fawn will be DJing. <laughs> Drewski will be DJing. Um, Sush will be hosting. We have a lot of other special surprises for that. And there will be hors d'oeuvres and bar bites at that as well too. Very cool. So your New Year's is covered if you don't know what to do yet. And then you'll see us there. I mean, not that that might be And then we won't a- be back until 2019. Yeah. Hopefully a little less hungover this time. And then also oh, in the yeah, meantime. We recorded New Year's Day this very year. Very hungover. Like. If you couldn't, if you lots of tamales. Yeah, if you listen back and you couldn't tell, we were very hungover. (laughs) Shout out to Mike back uh, for that one. Yes, that was a good one. Um, And then probably in the meantime, we might end up getting more Szechuan food. Yeah, definitely more Szechuan food. Yeah. So if you don't see any of us in the meantime, um, have a good holiday and uh, have a good New Year. Happy New Year! And we'll see you guys. I hate when people are always like at this time of year. They're always like, "Oh, we'll see you next year." I like to say that. The only time of year they can do it. Stupid! It's so funny. That's usually my humor, but this one where I'm like, "Oh, it's so dumb." But yeah, see you next year. Bye. (laughs) Episode 31. I'm San Francisco's real golden boy. Wait, what? (laughs) You changed that. I see what you did there. He edited it midway through. I was saying it. I did like the one you had before that, though. The one, you, the one you had before that was better. You just wanted you you changed the mid reading on purpose. You DJs with your timing. Oh my god.